Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Here he is! Whaler Walker Jr. is here! Come on in! Family Tree, the cleanest title, don't you think? And the dirtiest. And the dirtiest. And the dirtiest. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm from Kentucky, but all my family still is in Nashville. There's a line in that where I say... I grab Uncle Andy, reach around, give him a hand. Get your hand off my penis! Well, during the album, I was actually crashing at my Uncle Randy's house. And I apparently, <laughs> I apparently was mumbling during the song a little bit. And, and I hear it now, because my brother called me up and heard the record. He's like, that's some way to pay back Uncle Randy by jacking him off. Like, <laughs> you stayed on his couch for three weeks, and you jack him off in a song? I'm coming, baby! <laughs> I was going out with this girl, and she, like every girl, dumped me. She had a really hot sister. I'm like, you know what? In, in my head, I was like, I'd rather f*** your sister. Then you get start writing, and you're like, you know what? F*** you, I'd rather f*** your f***ing dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather f*** your mom. Right. And I'd rather, that's how much I f***ing hate you. I'd rather, I'd rather f***ing eat your dad's ass. My erections have returned. That'll make Jay and Dan happy. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Hey, hey guys. Engineer Jim here. We got some good news and some bad news. The bad news is that Jay and Dan are on vacation for the next three weeks. So no new podcasts. But the good news is I'm here and I'm ready to deliver you a sweet best of podcasts. And I got my buddies Ben and Rich here. Podcast favorites, of course. What's up? Love it. What's up, guys? Hey, hey. all right. We're going to get a, get things going here in just a minute. But, guys, seriously, I'm sure Dan is somewhere out in Canada in an RV right now <laughs> taking a huge dump, just destroying that thing. I hope for his daughter's sake they're not in the RV with him. <laughs> Do you think Dan takes big poops or little poops? I He doesn't eat that much. He doesn't. He just drinks his yerba mates. He can't. He can't be pooping that much. I, I guess, but, you know, he, he he tries to time them out, right? So, like, you know, he wants to make sure he's home and all that other stuff. He can't poop anyplace else but home <laughs> or a friggin' like RV. What the <laughs> hell is with that? Dan just seems like the kind of guy that refuses to poop in a public bathroom. He said he won't poop at work, and he sets his body, so he goes in the morning and he goes when he gets home. But what if he has to go during the show? Uh, he, I don't know, you know, I, squeeze the cheeks, <laughs> I guess, I guess, you know, it's crazy because you got to figure, you know, Jay's been right with him the whole time. So is, is Dan just letting out just little fart bombs <laughs> trying to hold it in the whole time? Crop dusting Jay yeah, as he walks in front of him. Jay, yeah, man. Uh, it's something we need to ask those guys. We need to delve deeper into Dan's bowels when they get back, I think. So speaking of bathrooms, you got to figure too, right? Jay's probably right now at 30,000 feet, just spanking the meat (laughs) all the way across to Europe, man. Just rubbing it out. Those poor flight attendants. (laughs) I hope he took an overnight flight at least so people are sleeping. It's a little bit more quiet. But we should like dive into that. Is it awkward if you do that on the airplane? Well, is it not? uh, Yes. Okay, well, let's let's break it down. I'm going on a 15-hour flight Tuesday to Thailand. It's going to be a long flight. It's at night. I might want to rub one out. Right. Uh, now, yeah. all right, all right. You should let's have talked to Jay back, beforehand Let's about just this. back up for a second here. Because you're going to Thailand. you got to save some of that <laughs> for the Thai <laughs> man. There's a lot of freaky-ass <laughs> going on in Thailand. That's Is good... that why you're going there, Ben? Well, I am going because I've heard of this ping-pong <laughs> show. Have you guys heard of this? <laughs> no. They will shoot ping-pong balls out of their, you know. Yeah. They will light matches. They will open Coke cans and beer bottles. No. It's supposedly the craziest thing. How do you open How a can? How do you open a can? That's... Well, I'm going to find out. They must have know. like a hook or a claw in one of them things. No, I think it's like muscle training. We learn to lift weights. Really? They learn no. to... No. 
You better take pictures or a video of this. I need I need evidence. I'm sure we could just exist. I'm sure we could just Google it. Yeah. <laughs> but going back to the airline, I uh, I mean, I've seen some shit in my day, but I, <laughs> I, I never saw a cocaine get open. I heard they shoot darts out of there and they get bullseyes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll definitely save it and won't rub it out on the airplane. Then. Yeah, so save it for save it for them. But Jay is certainly not saving it. I don't think. How many times? No, have, so no. he's going to he's flying into London or Barcelona. I think London. London. So London's five hours from the East Coast. So it's got to be eight hours from California. It's almost more. It might be ten or eleven too. Ten or yeah. 11. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Longer than that. Yeah. So how many times in eleven hours do you think Jay can crank one out? Depends how often his daughter's crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and who else is on the plane that he's looking around at, going, "Yeah, I could do that." <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say at least three. We'll, s- we'll set the over under on two and a half. I'm probably going under. That's a lot. Yeah, but it's it's Jay and it's a plane there and back. Ooh. Oh, are we talking there and back? I'm going to say minimum five. Five, yeah. No, he That's, may be tired on the way back. He may just be sleeping. <laughs> it's a long trip. Three on the way there, maybe one on the way back. Under. <laughs> okay, so speaking of Jay spanking it on an airplane, uh, we got uh, our next interview is, is amazing. Uh, we have the one and only Nikki Benz. Uh, she was one of my favorite interviews because, of course, she has a very special place in my heart. And uh, Just I'm, in your heart? <laughs> uh, she's a fine, fine, fine actress and a wonderful person. And uh, I'm sure this interview is something that you can enjoy with or without your pants. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. And here she is, Nikki Benz. Yes. Drop down from the ceiling like an angel from Canada. From Canada. Down here into LA. So, Canadian, you're from Toronto. Correct. Okay. Whereabouts in Toronto? Uh, So, I grew up mostly in Etobicoke. Nice. Which, okay. I mean, that's still Toronto. That's that's Toronto right? for sure. It's four one six. That is it, or yeah. is that nine oh five? No, it's four one six. I like that, Nikki. That, that was still... my area code. So. Now, when like you it. grew up in Toronto, no one referred to it as the six, as no. Drake refers no. to it. Yeah, that's something Drake started. I find it a bit annoying, Nikki. Your thoughts? <laughs> Why? I, I kind of <laughs> like it. A bit annoying. Well, it's it's just like because we used to call it the T dot, or yeah, whatever, yeah. and now it's just the six. Now it's the six. But Sounds what about cooler. the nine oh fivers? They don't feel a part. Too of bad. It. They need to move to the, the six. <laughs> too what bad nine oh fivers. What too about bad. Peterborough area code seven oh five? We the fivers, the fivers too, or the seven? I think you're the seven. We're the seven. Okay. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, you yeah. need to try yeah. this yeah. yerba mate. May I use Nikki. this mug? Uh, it's, your mug? it's definitely been washed. Is it washed. clean? Okay. And it's thank you for bringing uh, your photo to yes. put on the Canadian Wall so of Fame. So you are now in the Canadian Wall Here's of Fame. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Here you go. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Perfect. And you were nice enough to sign it. And you said this was the only um, <laughs> the cleanest. Well, you, you couldn't find that it. was the most covered up thing I can find. And you, and so. you covered up your nipple with a cute I little did. star. I did. I thought it'd be polite. That was do really that. sweet. Ballpark it. How many photo shoots do you think you've done? Oh, God, a lot. Like 8,000? Photo shoots yeah. or 8, scenes? 8,000 seems Let's like clarify a lot. that. Oh. Photo shoots, probably 8,000, yeah. I do a lot of photo shoots, non uh, sex photo shoots, you know? Sort of like. Stuff like that, right? Yeah, and you right. were what? What year were you the uh, non-sex? Twenty eleven penthouse pet of the year. Yes, twenty eleven penthouse pet of the year, and I'm just gonna Snapchat this because I think it's so cool that you guys are putting me on this Canadian yeah. wall of fame. Isn't it great? Who are your Neil favorites? Young. Do you have any favorites here? Uh, I'm gonna say Pam. I like her. Yeah, and you're right above Wayne Gretzky. Oh my God, yes, and um, Ryan. Yes, I mean, yeah. heartthrob, you Gosling. know. Classic Gosling who, there. Who doesn't like Ryan? Yeah, we oh, all like him. Oh, look how young he Wayne Right, in the looks. sweater? Wow, uh, cheesy. No? Not a fan? <laughs> oh, you got Drake on there? I like yeah. it. Like yeah, he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. So when did you move to L.A.? <laughs> yeah, when did you first move to L.A.? Uh, I moved to L.A. Time? in 2004, so I've been here for a long time. Well, are you here for good? Are you ever going back? Will you ever move back? Um, I don't want to. Yeah. I like the weather. Yeah, we, we talked about this earlier. Yes, yeah, uh, good. I'm not a fan of the snow. 
Yeah, because once you leave it, you, I guess you miss friends, family, but I don't miss the weather. No. Like, and, and plus I get to visit. So yeah, I, I have I like the option of going and leaving. And you um, you came down here in 2004. How did you like? Did you just come yourself? Did you just say F- it, I'm going down there? I'm just gonna give it a shot. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I literally moved to LA with like nothing to my name, and um, you know I've built a sort of a great career in the adult industry, and I've done some mainstream. Uh, I've done well. Yeah. Yeah. You speaking of well. mainstream, you've been in a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. How did it, that come about? It was. It was such a great experience. Yeah, the movie was Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. Um, you know, we shot all day. It was at Live in Miami. I don't know if you're familiar mm. with that nightclub. Uh, at stri- the Fountain nightclub. Blue. Yeah. Right. I love that club. Yeah. So they transformed it into a strip club. So it was a strip club scene, shot all day, like I want to say 16 hours, maybe 18. And I, I was in the movie for like a whole six seconds. So that was cool. But you were... <laughs> as you're, but you were... You could clearly see it was you. It yeah. wasn't like you They the panned on my face, so... <laughs> If you know my face, then you would know it's me. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Sure what was Michael Bay like? Um, very serious. Right. And I remember he was directing me to sort of, uh, you know, like toss my hair around and be all sexy. And then he said, "Look at me," and I did because in in porn, when a director says, "Look at the camera," you look straight at the camera. And so I did that. I looked at the camera, and he yelled at me. He's like, "You don't look at the camera when I say look at me." And I'm like, "Oh my god, where do I look? Oh I don't know." Where, but I didn't know this, but you're supposed to look past the camera. Um, so, yeah, so that was hey, cool. Hey, hey, Bay. Hey, Bay. Calm cool down. it. Cool, cool it, Bay. Cool your jets, but Bay. He was actually super nice, like, great guy, very, uh, but very stern. He knows exactly what he wants. Were any of these, were uh, The and Rock were, or Mark, Rock, Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg in that, yeah. and that scene with you? Yeah, they were, actually. I, I, They saw my boobies for the whole day. So, great. Yeah. Yeah, they they were Lucky must have been bastards. pretty upset about that. Yeah. They I, they were <laughs> nice guys though. They were good. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Decent. Although Mark Wahlberg seemed every time we cut during breaks, he seemed very upset. I think he had some wife issues. Oh uh, wow. Maybe, maybe it was, it was just, be, maybe it's the fact that you were there with your boobs in his. Face. Maybe maybe yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry about that, Mark Wahl's, you're just, Wahlberg's wife. You're just playing a role. I mean, yeah, come on. it's not like so. I, now, were there were there any are there any adult film directors that were as serious and take everything as serious as as Michael Bay did? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so mainstream is a lot of fun, but I do find that besides you guys, you guys are fun and cool. Like, I mean, I worked for Fox Sports for three years. We have so, to talk about that. But yeah, yeah and it was always just fun environment. But when you do big projects like that, everyone's just so serious. Right. It's it's like not as fun as here. And adult. Like and, adult. Yeah, film. adult movies right. are definitely yeah. fun. Right. Yeah. In general. <laughs> In general. Not because <laughs> not because I get to go to work and have sex. Right. But it's just like a fun vibe. Fun vibes. That's good. Yeah. Because you would hate going there and say, oh, God, I got to get naked. Gotta, this creep is directing me. Oh, got to bang that dude. I don't like him. But there must be some people you don't like. <laughs> I've got standards, too, you know. There's, there's definitely a no list. Okay? Really? Okay, yes. good. Yeah? Yes. But do you, do you have to be established in the industry for a while to be able to say, you know what? I'm not doing that guy. I'll do that guy, but I'm not doing that guy. Um. Well, yes and no. When you're a new talent, you definitely don't want to be too picky because right. you're not going to get a lot of work because you're trying to establish your name. Uh, at my level, I can pretty much pick and choose. So at this point, though, I know exactly who I like working with, and I have a small list of people. I call it the yes list. Okay. Yeah. Can you give us a few names on that list? A few names? Yeah, uh, sure. Like Kieran Lee. Uh I have ben, no idea who Ben that is. Teller. <laughs> ben, I, you pointed over at Ben, and I'm like, Ben, are you on the yeah, list? You're ben, on Nikki's I list. I, yeah, it, I, just, I just saw his face. He tried to hold his smile in, but I, I knew he knew who I was talking about. Absolutely yeah, Kieran Lee, Johnny Sins, Manuel Ferreira, um, uh, Lexington Steele. Okay, I have to ask you a question about, say, Manuel Ferreira yeah. or Johnny Sins. Uh-huh. Aren't these, guys, these guys are married, right? Uh they are actually, yeah. So is that weird? Like that's so no. yeah. because okay, when you're a civilian and you guys are civi- civilians to me, right? Yes, it's hard to understand, you know. But you literally go to work and you work. It's a lot of fun, but there's a switch. You switch off. You do your job, just like uh, I don't know, a hairdresser would be cutting hair. You come home, you know, you don't continue to keep cutting hair. You just chill. So it's the same thing. You go, you have sex, and 
That's it's it. over. It's over. Yeah. It's like the UFC fighters. We can't wrap our heads around when they aren't mad at each other. They don't right. hate each other. You're like, well, how can you? And they flick a that's switch. That's a good analysis. And that's right. how they go to work. Yeah. Leave, you leave your work at work. Don't absolutely, bring your work. Absolutely. I don't, yeah. uh, I don't date male porn stars. Just not my thing. I, I have friends in the adult industry, and I also have a lot of friends outside of it. It keeps me sane. Yeah. Do you, tell us about, you said you work for Fox Sports, and mm. this is kind of how we were able to get you on the show, because yeah. you're friends with Bernie Kim, yeah. one of our writers on our show. Tell us tell us about what you did for Fox. Uh, I worked on a show called Cubed uh, almost weekly for three years, and it was just fun. It was scripted about uh, football, and because of me, Bernie was nice enough to write a few episodes about hockey. That was very sweet of him. Thank you, Bernie. But it was just a sports show, and it was just fun, and it was comedic. And uh, I believe it also got picked up by Fuse TV, which was really cool because I went to a sports bar one day, and I saw myself on this big screen TV at a sports bar, fully closed. It was so (laughs) different. And I was like, wow, there I am in clothes. But um, the story that Bernie told us was that a Fox executive said for the show Cubed, he wanted an adult film star to be on the show. And so someone was charged with the task of finding. So how did the the person find you? Um, How were you recruited? At the time, I had an agent for adult movies. I don't anymore. And they called me and he said, hey, uh, Fox Sports wants you to come in and read a read a script uh, or something like that. And um, I literally had no time, so I actually turned it down. I didn't have time to do it. And they were persistent, and they asked the, agents, the agent to convince me to come in, so I did. And it was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. That's it was so, so cool. much fun. That's great. Yeah, and, and you had a good time doing it? I had a good time. Now, you got to ask them, though, how they found the agent. So that I don't know. Yeah, well, it's probably pretty shady. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of creep. We have a lot of creeps. That to work be honest, here, so. Nikki, it was probably Ben. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. He was probably looking for like Karen Lee and Johnny Sins, and then he's like, "Oh, Book Nikki Martin. Benz." <laughs> now we always get a rundown from our guests, and this is the most interesting thing on uh, your uh, info sheet that I found. You announced candidacy for Toronto mayor. Yeah, yeah in I remember when you did this. This was during the Rob Ford era. Yeah, right? yeah. But and you, I was a blonde back then too. Yeah. But you were ruled ineligible because your Ontario license was expired, like driver's license. Correct. Well, yes, you, but you don't have a mayor's but, license. But technically, I pulled out because look, it was a great PR stunt. And then it got to a point where I got serious interviews, and I loved it, and I seriously considered going all the way and then I thought what am I doing I live in California I have such a busy Arnold didn't career. live in Sacramento when he was governor you could have just commuted <laughs> no it's too far of a flight <laughs> it is and um, and then so I pulled out and then so if you go to Wikipedia they say that I wasn't accepted which is not the truth but yes my Ontario license is expired and I tried to renew it and the reason they wouldn't swap it out Wait, you so can't all help you both. need to do to run for mayor is have a, have a driver's, driver's license? license? It's like Actually, getting your medical marijuana card. You is that what? I, I, maybe. I don't have one, but hey, <laughs> so, speak for yourself. If, um, you, if you'd become the mayor of Toronto, you could have said to Drake, hey, no, we're not calling it the f***ing six, okay, buddy? Yeah, yeah. We are we're not back calling to the T-dot. Yeah, it's yeah. the T-dot or nothing. You could have put your foot down. I think, you know, we should we should let Drake know how you feel. We he's on our wall of fame. He's looking at you right now. Yeah, he's like can't he's believe right she doesn't. Like, can't believe she doesn't like. He's the dropping six. his uh, <laughs> he's dropping his album. This uh, yeah, yes. Did you see the cover? He's he's on top uh, of the CN Tower. Yes, and people thought that was actually real, and the CN Tower had to confirm and said no, he was photoshopped. Oh. We'd have to sign Don't a lot of waivers. Home. Yeah, to, yeah. To stay. Okay, so tell me, um, I wanted to ask you about your vagina. Okay, um, <laughs> you're very uh, blunt. That's yeah. the, that's the first uh, time that's ever been said on I, the podcast. I figured I can't be blunt with you, Nikki. Who can I really be? Exactly. And we're Canadians. We're blunt and, and sarcastic. And so in all in all seriousness, you had... Um, okay, you have to explain how this worked. Okay. Because <laughs> you have... How does you the need vagina me to work? demonstrate it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, how, please. How, how did they... Create... <laughs> <laughs> how did they create a mold... I can understand the penis, uh-huh. you know, it would seem... But the vagina, how did they... Did they Okay, what well, do they do? first of all, what you're thinking, I can tell by your hand movements. Right. <laughs> they don't mold the inside of me. That would be so unhealthy. Right. And I'd have to go to the uh, emergency room. They just mold outside of you. Uh, it takes about an hour. Okay. Uh, th- they take two molds, 30 minutes at a time. But it's re- really uncomfortable because you literally are sitting in a, a, you know, a gynecologist chair with your legs spread. 
And these two guys, I became best friends with them like right away. I just met them that day and they're like, hey, let's see your vagina. Right. So they pour this thing on you and you have to sit with it on for 30 minutes, like with your legs spread and holding your legs. And my legs got so tired that I had to have two people come in the room and help me hold my legs. Okay. That seems like a good job. <laughs> it, well, yeah, I, I'm telling you, I made a lot of good friends that day. Yeah. And then, my erections um, have returned. <laughs> and then after 30 minutes, they take off that mold and they do another one just so, you know, just in case that there's any mistakes or whatnot. And uh, yeah, so they just mold outside of your vagina, not the inside. The okay. inside, they actually create... Um, the inside of in every flashlight, it's yeah, exactly. But they create it's different. Every um, they call it sleeves. So every sleeve is created differently for each star. And I've been told that my sleeve is really good. Okay, yeah, you got a good sleeve. I good wish sleeve. I had some of my vaginas to bring to you guys. Well, you know that is too bad you didn't bring your vagina. Maybe here. I can. Uh, you know, somehow send you some. That would be amazing. You know? Wow. Would be okay. so I mean, excited. I'll give you our address. Yeah, no I, I will do it. I, why not? I will send do it. Send it to Kieran Lee's house. <laughs> ben will be there. <laughs> and where do people get that? On your website? Uh, your website? If you go to fleshlight.com, uh, they're sold on there. You can also buy it through my website, which am I allowed to plug it? Absolutely. Of course. Which is 100%. nikkibenz.com. Yep. That's a good name for the website. You said you were just up in Montreal working. I was, yeah. I was feature dancing. Mm-hmm. Um. Can, can we say the club that you were feature dancing at? Yes. It was called Pink Paradise. It was actually in Laval, which is about a 40-minute drive out of Montreal. Oh, we I, know. Oh, Over you're by fam- the airport, oh, right? Yeah. Are you familiar? Isn't Laval uh, by the airport? No. But you're yeah. familiar with it. Yeah. Well, I, I'm familiar with the city, <laughs> but I'm not familiar with Pink Paradise. No? No. Okay. No, because everyone, uh, well, everyone always names there is Chez Paris. Or, or Super Sex or Wanda's or whatever. So there's a few. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So which, one's, which one's your favorite? Well, I like uh I like Super Sex and Shapery are like the old the old school classics. So okay. I like those ones. All right. So maybe you'll go back and then we can we can show up and and we can share vaginas. And... Yeah, I heard the Montreal strip clubs are really dirty. I've heard that too. Like I wouldn't like know. dirty as in like not clean? No, my my <laughs> yes, guy, my yes, like is it not, not clean or like dirty things go on? Well, w- when I when I feature dance, I haven't seen anything dirty go on. But mind you, it's not really Montreal. But in Montreal, I've been told that you can get a lot for fifty twenty dollars. Oh. I think that's a fair assessment. I I Trey also bien. Trey bien, we yeah. know who's going to go to Montreal really yeah, soon. Yeah, exactly. I've been there a few times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, but at the same time, the one thing I don't understand down here, Nikki, is the concept of that you can't drink in strip clubs if the girls get fully naked. The what laws, is with that bullshit? The laws in the U.S. suck. And I feature dance throughout the U.S., so I travel coast to coast. And every state has different laws. Some are grandfathered in, so there is you know liquor and nudity. And mostly, most clubs don't. But, yeah, I don't agree with it. Like I, In Toronto, when I was a house dancer... Same thing. You can see titties and pussy and drink a beer. Yeah. What's wrong That's with a good that? time. What's where, wrong with Where that? were you a yeah. dancer in Toronto? Great question. Uh, Grass rail. Yes. Yes? Before I got into porn, that was the last place I was at, yeah. Wow. That's his favorite place on That's earth. favorite. That's where I'll die. <laughs> no, honestly, is it? Do you, yeah, it is my maybe, favorite place Maybe you, like, been there when I was there. Maybe. You know? Maybe we Maybe we I even gave you other. a lap dance and I just don't remember. I would have remembered that. <laughs> I would have remembered that. And then, and then I would have seen you with Kieran Lee and Ben hanging out. I've been like, I remember that girl. She gave me a lap dance. I'm going to have to get a, a photo signed by Kieran Lee for you, <laughs> Oh, my you, God. Ben. Think how excited Ben would be. He'd be right on his desk. Nice. Uh, <laughs> frame it, right? Uh, did you just that- lick your lips when you said <laughs> <Yes>. that? <laughs> this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's really fun making Ben uncomfortable. Uh, so what's next for you? What, what, what's what's, what's next? coming up next? Um, I'm actually going to Pittsburgh tomorrow uh, to feature dance at Blush. I travel a lot, like almost every week. Um, you and can then, go to the Andy Warhol Museum while you're there. Isn't there one? Yeah, there is one. Is there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hit that up. Okay. Send us pictures. Maybe. Get a Primanti Brothers sandwich. Maybe. I go there every time I'm in Pittsburgh. There you go. Yeah, I love it. There it's one go. of my favorites. Um, what else? What am I doing? Uh, I'm going to Costa Rica right after. So I'm going to be a dealer <laughs> for <laughs> online gambling because that's not allowed in the U.S. So I'm right. going to go there and... Uh, work at PornhubCasino.com for two days. I know nothing about gambling, so I feel sorry for her. Pornhub let's, let's back, let's back uh-huh. up a bit here, Nikki. Pornhub Casino. Why have I never heard of this before? Uh, you know, up until last month, I didn't either. Okay. So you're it's just going to be, a de- they're going to shoot you being a dealer? Yeah. And I'm going to, you can, so I guess it's like an online casino. So you can, you know, uh, log in and see me topless dealing your cards or whatnot. 
That sounds incredible. That's a great gig to go. How long will that shoot take? Uh, That's a two-day gig. uh, In and out. So I wish I could stay a little bit longer in Costa Rica and do stuff, but I'm in and out. You're too busy. In and out. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) And I wasn't talking about the hamburger place. Can we get Pornhub Casino to be our sponsor? Yeah, that would be a great sponsor. That would be a great sponsor. I mean, I'm not sure. You know what? You can just log on and figure it out. It might be like free. I don't know. Just log on to your your Fox. That's your homework. Log on right here. Right now. Yeah. 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 Ben, can we we get on to PornhubCasino.com here? Am I going to try this? Yeah, why not? And since um, a lot of our uh, listeners are from Canada, do you yes. have any upcoming um, feature dancing in Canada? No. <laughs> Not at work. No. We need to get a hold of the brass rail, and you need to do like a victory lap there. The thing is, they, <laughs> yes. don't, they don't do features. They don't no. need it, you know? No. Um, when I feature dance in Toronto, where was I? It wasn't even in Toronto. It was outside of Toronto. I forget the name of the club. But I will say this, though. I love dancing in Toronto because the turnout is, like, crazy. You're the hometown girl. Right. I'm, like, so. the hometown slut. So, yeah. of course, everybody uh, I didn't want to say it that way. <laughs> Look, I am a professional slut. Okay. I'm a slut on camera, though. Let's make that clear. Off I'm actually, camera, you're very demure? I'm very <laughs> vanilla. Oh, yeah? Vanilla bean. Yeah. That's like you're not. I'm a, you're I'm not a, convincing me. I'm at a good all. girl off camera. In fact, my civilian friends, kind of like you guys, yeah. do freaky shit at home that Wait, I would never did you, do. Are we your friends? Yeah, you we're pals. Friends? Friends? We're now friends officially. Yeah. Canadian I mean, we've talked about my vagina and yeah. all that stuff. I feel like we're really close now. I agree. My but, first agree. ever female friend. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, my civilian friends are. They do stuff that I wouldn't do. And are, they act more of like them. They, they act more like porn stars than I do, to be honest. Are you? You're not done with porn, though. Like, are you still doing adult? I'm doing adult. I'm about to announce something big with Brazzers. You might be familiar with that. I know you are. I know Ben is um, big time. I've never heard. Huge of Huge fan. Yeah. Uh, I sh- I shoot a lot for Brazzers. They're actually a Canadian company. And what? Uh, I didn't know that. Ca- Canada kind of has taken over the U.S. porn market. Wow. They're most of them are in Montreal, aren't mm-hmm. they? They're or out of the Montreal. Are on there? Yeah. They have an office in LA, as, of course, as well. Um, we shoot in Vegas for Brazzers as well. But uh, so we have a big announcement coming. I just can't talk about it just yet because I'm not allowed to. So Maybe just log call- on to Brazzers every day and you'll see the <laughs> and you'll see. Yeah. Or you could call in, Nikki. Like, you could be a correspondent and if you have big news, you could just call in and we could, could reveal it here on the podcast. I mean, I could. I don't see why not. Why not? That makes perfect sense. Or you could do it while you're on Pornhub Casino. Uh, I could do that, yeah. And after this visit, they'll, uh, they'll re-energize Cubed, your uh, Fox show. And then we'll have it back on the air. <laughs> we could because use of the this. programming. We, we could, need programming. We could use the programming for sure. For I really did sure. the open for that, by the you way. You did? Really? Cubed, yeah. 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 All the sound effects I did. Yeah. No way. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Ah. Oh, nice. Did you do the vo- yeah. like did you voice it over too? No, they were all like office sound oh, effects and stuff okay. like that. I made like this little song out of like, you know, typewriters and fax machines and Gym's stuff like this. I yeah. have to say though that when I started working for Cubed, I mean, I'm Canadian. I know nothing about football. Mm-hmm. And it was so hard for me to memorize the lines cuz nothing made sense. <laughs> <laughs> I are was you, like, what, what? You mentioned hockey. Are you I, like still in the are you still in a hockey? You know, I am. Um but now my only updates that I get is through Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't watch TV. I don't have time. So I, my, I get all my Twitter feeds with updates. I hear the Raptors are doing really well, though. They're, they, yep. Well, they won yesterday. I think oh, it hey. was a big comeback. And when you're in Pittsburgh, maybe the Penguins are on to the second round. Maybe yeah. you can catch a game. Sydney against Sydney Crosby. I could. Good. Well, I don't know if I can do that. I, I You know, I have to work. Yeah, she's got a feature. You need I'm to not have, there on vacation. You're not, you need to have time for yourself, too. Do I you agree. Have, do you have an assistant who joins you on the road and, like, carries your 8x10s yes. and things like yes, that? Yes, yeah. I do. I do, yeah. I was going to see if you didn't have one. I was going to volunteer. We will offer. fly you out and get you some Primanti's brothers. Oh, see, I got I have two volunteers. I'm I'd incredible. be security. <laughs> okay, perfect. Anybody else? You should else? have security. You I'll come want, along. You yeah. don't want Ben there. Probably not. I wouldn't idea. work. <laughs> I, I believe that. I do. Uh, I now, that. you mentioned you're so busy. We should uh, let you hit the road um, because we know LA traffic and such. So, yes. But one, we can't thank time. you enough for coming yeah, in. Yeah, one, one more time. Give us give us uh, any website. Uh, any website. Other okay. So, what am I trying to tell you? Uh, my Twitter is at Nikki Benz. My Instagram at Nikki Benz. My Facebook is facebook.com slash Ben's Mafia. And I'm really big on Snapchat. I don't know if you are. I love Snapchat. He's on the Snapchat. I got, I'm, on, I'm a- on it now. Okay, yeah. uh, my Snapchat name is Ben's Mafia. Ben's Mafia. Yeah. Are we, we in the clarify, Ben's Mafia now? Yeah. We should yeah. clarify the spelling of your name because yeah. everything's just Nikki Benz. It's N I K K I 
B E N Z. Yeah, double K. Oh, Z. Did you I notice like, oh, he said Z? Right? He said Z. Oh, it's Z. Oh. Right, sorry. So, really quick, when I first moved to the States and they asked me to spell my name and I would say Z and no one knew what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> they were like, say what? They thought like, you were being, Yeah. They thought yeah. you were saying Zen or something. Something, like that. yeah. Funny. Yeah. Well, Nikki, this was awesome, and I gotta Thanks say, for having you're super me. cool. Um, yeah, we'll get together sometime. We'll all hang. You definitely out. have the best picture up there. There's no question. There's no yeah. question. <laughs> I, I'm glad I put the star over it. Stop it, Tom! Yeah. Can't even look. Like... He's like, oh yeah, he's my. Like, he's... Look at Marty Short. He's like, I want to look, <laughs> but I can't. Even Neil, like they're all kind of. Leslie Nielsen's coming out of his grave. He's scared. There. Yeah, he's yeah. scared. Great wall, great wall. Yeah. Love it. Well, it's even better now. Thanks it to is. you. It well, is. Nikki Benz, everybody. Nikki Benz. Return. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Well, that's uh, that's how you do a best of podcast. You just Ooh. keep this thing humming along. It's been so much fun. Uh, ben Teller and uh, Rich did a great job of putting this thing together. But we should mention uh, very quickly, Dan, I know some of you out there want to take advantage of, of home prices are going up. You want to get in on board as quickly as you can. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Proudly supporting our podcast. Rocket Mortgage brings the mortgage approval process to the 21st century. Fast, powerful, completely online. Rocket Mortgage has taken all the complicated, time-consuming parts of applying for a mortgage out of the equation. Hate searching through stacks of old files and paperwork? With Rocket Mortgage, you can share your bank statements and pay stubs at the touch of a button, helping you get approved in minutes for a custom mortgage solution that's been tailored to your unique financial situation. What was that? Your unique Even better, with Rocket Mortgage, you can do all this on your phone or tablet. It's a quick online process that you can manage from the convenience of your couch, your uh, workplace, anywhere. Anywhere, your toilet. So if you're looking to refinance your mortgage or buy a home, check out Rocket Mortgage today at (laughs) quickenloans.com slash J. That's quickenloans.com slash J, not Dan. Disclaimer, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. What's a webpage? Speaking, no, it's no segue at all. Hey, this uh, Best Of podcast is going great. I think it's going really, really well, Dan. I'm having so much fun. And uh, if you're sitting there listening to it naked, we can help with that. Because whether you're wearing a suit or sweats, you spend almost 24 hours a day in your underwear. But instead of making a statement like Superman's tights under his everyday clothes, your underwear probably boring. MeUndies, here to change that. Every pair of MeUndies made from sustainable sustainably sourced model, a fabric twice as soft as cotton. Nothing can describe the fit and feel of MeUndies. It's terrific. I wear them. Dan wears them. I know this because I see Dan naked a lot. But once you try them on, you'll understand why they're called the world's most comfortable underwear. And if you don't love your first pair of MeUndies, they're free. No questions asked. MeUndies has dozens of styles and limited edition prints to help you make a statement with your underwear, whether anyone can see them or not. Remember, Superman... Shipping is free in the U.S. and Canada. You can save up to 8 bucks a pair with the MeUndies subscription plan. Get the subscription or a single pair. Get 20% off your first order. Go to MeUndies.com slash Dan. That's MeUndies.com slash Dan for 20% off your first order. Don't forget that free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. MeUndies.com slash Dan. Hi. Uh, can you show? Oh, Jim, you also wearing some MeUndies? Yes. Thong version? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a cloud for my balls to yeah. sit in. It really is a wonderful, like a hammock for your testes. We it should is. pitch that hammock for your testes. A hammock for your testes. Oh, or a vacation. A vacation for, for your testicles. Yes. My it's like testicles a, are It's like an RV vacation. ride yeah. for my balls. <laughs> there it is. So enjoy the rest of the best of. We got to get our hands on more balls. Oh, that was great with Nikki Benz. That was awesome. By the way, guys, do you think that. Uh, if Nikki Benz was in an RV with Dan, he would shit in that RV. <laughs> Probably still. Yeah. If you have to go, you have to go. <laughs> I guarantee you Jay would spank it in the RV. <laughs> That's for sure. So um, everyone talks about, they always ask us, like, what big city Ken is. Yes. They always ask us. And to be honest, when I started this podcast, I had no idea. Did you know who he was before? Uh, I didn't know until I started doing the podcast with the guys, but I got to know who he was pretty quickly. He was a legend. Yes. Yeah. And Muldowney showed me the YouTube video oh, uh, that it's somebody put together the, like, animated. Cartoon. Yes. Yeah, the animated. Yeah, animated cartoon's great. Yeah. And I was, you know when you laugh so hard that you can't move your mouth <laughs> and you kind of just start drooling a little bit? That's how I was when I first saw the YouTube video. 
Yeah. All right, so so we did a, a little basic introduction to Big City Ken. Mm-hmm. So take a listen and let us know what you think. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. We play drops on these shows, and we have new listeners, hopefully, from mm-hmm. podcast to podcast, and they might say, mm-hmm. what, what is that drop? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. So we're going to dive into the phenomenon that is Big City Ken and explain that. I love that idea. Do you want to do that right yeah, now? Yeah, let's do that right now. Let's do it. So we refer to um, Spanky's, uh, a bar that uh, my friends own in my hometown of Peterborough, Ontario. And uh, Spanky's, it's a great place to go have beverages. And a gentleman one night, uh, he was uh, he was asked to leave. And then he uh, the next day when, when they showed up and checked the, uh, the answer machine, he had left about 20 messages and he continued to get drunker and drunker as the messages went along. Do we have said messages? So let's, uh, yeah. let's hear how Big City Ken came about by way of voice messages. Trust me, 11.42 at night. F*** you guys, f*** me. You wanted to burn me for six twenty-five for a f***ing beer and a 75-cent tip. You're shut down in the morning, f- no doubt. Spankies, you're gone. End the f***ing store, you f***ers. Don't worry, you want to steal my f***ing pack of smokes on the table as well? All good, man. Trust me, man. I shut you down, f- in the morning, you're all out of a job. See ya. Thanks for coming out, you <laughs> damn disrespectful fuckers. In Peterborough, I ain't from this city, and I'll tell you, you're going to learn a lesson in life real quick now. How would that... Uh, who would he call to shut it down? And Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, was he a, a very important person who could have called, like, say, the mayor of Peterborough and had... Their business license taken away? Is <laughs> for, that what he was referring to? For charging six seventy five for a beer? Six twenty five with a seventy five oh, cent yeah. tip. Sorry. That was very upset. And stealing his smokes. <laughs> Do we have any more, Ben? Yeah, we have I some. believe oh, we have some. This is so Brilliant. fun. Oh my god. Quarter twelve, you f the wrong cat tonight, trust me, man. You f- are done, man. How far to whoever fucking whatever you're done overnight? Your fucking employees, you sucking fucking. My name's Ken. They know who I am. You fucking shoot me, you suckers and read me. You're done. Fucking came from the big city, Peterborough. You fucking turkeys. You're done. Thank your employees. You sucking. Immigrants. That immigrants one. Maybe that maybe we played that before. But you fing turkey. Is that an insult in Canada to call somebody a turkey? Yeah, I, I I mean it's it's very old school. Uh but after all the sucking and to go to Turkey to go so clean at the end. Very, very unique. I have one more. Oh, one, yes. oh there's okay. Trust me, I'm shutting your establishment down ASAP. <laughs> f- I warned your employees they want to f- with me, man. Don't ever fucking take my power, dude. I came from the big city. Huh. I don't know who owns that fucking sh- and I don't really care. Your fucking employees have disrespect for everybody in life. F- them, shoo you all, man. Trust me, you're shut down overnight. I am Ken. Goodbye. Canada. I love it. Canada. I love it. We didn't have the Health Canada one because he said he was going to call Health Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's what he, that's what he was going to do. Uh, hello, Health Canada. Canada. This is Ken Gully. Hi, everyone. I'm Ken. <laughs> he, he was, uh, he and was then slowing I'm, down toward yeah, the end Yeah, I believe he passed out after that last <laughs> phone call. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. You're listening to the best of the Jay and Dan podcast. Hopefully, you're having as great a time as we are doing it. And I'll we t- had nothing to do with it. No, this we has didn't been do much. Put together by someone else. Someone else who worked much harder. It's actually Ben and Rich. <laughs> and I will say, we're so thrilled to have Harry's as one of our sponsors. Stop compromising on your shave. Get started with Harry's for far too long. You've paid too much for a comfortable shave, or you've settled for a low price, low quality razor. Well, Harry's offers something you've never had before a great shave for a fair price. Harry's makes its own high quality razors, cuts out the middleman, ships them directly to you for half the price of the leading brand. Good shave. Dave, good price. It's simple. Get the best of both with Harry's. Harry's starter set called the Truman. It's a great option for a new customer and an amazing deal. For just 15 bucks, you get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, 
and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered racers. Plus, there's a special offer for fans of the show. And that's you. Harry's will give you five bucks off your first purchase with promo code FOXSPORTS. Go to harrys.com right now. Look for the Truman set. harrys.com. Enter code FOXSPORTS at checkout. You get five bucks off to help support the show. Stop, Stop compromising. Give Harry's a try today. Wait, so we get five we get that $5? If we enter the promo code Fox Sports, we do, Dan. <laughs> I shave my whole body with those. Enjoy the the rest of the best stuff. That'll make Jay and Dan happy. That Big City Can stuff is genius. Uh, where is Big City Can? We got to find him. So tweet us if you know where we can find Big City Ken and yes. can we contact him? We should put him on. That'd they be still great. do that in milk cartons, like sure. missing uh, persons, Big City Ken. We're on a hunt for Big City Ken. All right, we'll do some six degrees now. Sure. Jim? Yeah. All right. Pat on Twitter tweeted us the band. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I have uh, actually a couple of connections to the band, um, and it's it's through my my uh, great friendship and working relationship with Billy Bob. Uh, he's buddies with Robbie Robertson, and Robbie used to come over the house and jam every now and then uh, at the studio there, and uh, it was very very cool. Uh, as a matter of fact. One of the first nights that I worked with Billy, first night, one of the very first things we recorded, uh, Marty Stewart was over there, and he, the two of them were writing, and uh, I was kind of getting the studio up and running, and he said, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a few friends come by. This was right at the very beginning, and uh, so do you think maybe you could... Uh, picked me up some 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 band gear you know he had he had his drum kits he had he had a couple of kits at the time i want to say he had like a mapex kit and a pearl drum kit and stuff like that but he he didn't have any guitar guitars or amps or you know like you know some cool vintage stuff so i picked up like a 67 telecast a really nice telly an old fender princeton amp and uh, I picked up uh, an Ampeg uh, B15, which is like this flip-top old-school bass amp. Like, all this stuff's really classic stuff. And um, and I think it was a 1966 Fender Precision bass. And uh, Billy was like, wow, this stuff's awesome, man. This is really cool. You got all this stuff, you know. And, of course, you know. I wanted nothing but the best for him. So anyways, that night, Robbie Robertson comes over, and he's playing this Telecaster, and he's like, Billy, man, this Tele's amazing. I love this. It, like, he wanted to to buy it from him, or he wanted it for himself. And, uh, and Billy was like, well, you know, look, it's here. Whenever you want to use it, just use it. No problem. And that night, we had a jam session with Paul Allen, you know, from Microsoft. Yep. Uh Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, <laughs> who happened to bring over a guitar amp that was uh uh basically it looked like a pack of cigarettes and he was like, Yeah, just plug this in anywhere. <laughs> and he brought over his guitar. He brought over a um <clears throat> You know, like the little combs, like the black combs, like you'd have in your back pocket, mm-hmm. like the small skinny ones. The yeah, small yep. skinny ones. He brought over a bag of those, uh, some Wrigley's gum, a can of Planters peanuts. That was also a guitar amp. You could also plug in the peanuts can, and uh, like. Ten boxes of condoms or something like that. So he the was essentials. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, you guys right. might need this. It was so he's like got all this <laughs> comb, condoms, gum, and these amps that were like you know a cigarette pack in a planter's can. You know, so Gibbons shows up with that. Uh, um, Robbie Robertson. Uh, comes over. He's playing the new gear that I picked up. Paul Allen's playing the bass. Uh, Billy's playing drums. 
and uh, Kathy Valentine, the bass player from the Go-Go shows up. She's playing. And then uh, Penelope Cruz came over. Um, Matt Damon, he said, oh, I'll play the tambourine. He was like playing percussion. <laughs> It was all sorts of people. It was a pretty pretty cool party. We had a lot of fun jamming. Man, the, the parties that Jim went to. Yeah. You met the best. Time. How did those parties come together? Like, how was these. I think like, Selma where does Hayek Paul was Allen there come too. in out of here? Where does Penelope Cruz come in? You well, uh, at that time, uh, Billy was directing. He did a movie with Penelope and Matt uh, called All the Pretty Horses. Mm hmm. And uh, and Marty was doing the score. Uh, Dan Lanois and Marty both did uh, stuff for the score for that. And um, and Marty and Billy were working on uh, an album together. This album, Private Radio, that we did. That's amazing. And uh, <clears throat> so it was just the sort of the cast of characters that he was hanging around with at the time. And, you know, his managers and agents, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, uh, you know, who's going to be there, you know? And the next thing you know, Salma Hayek shows up and, you know, all these other people are showing up. And at the time, this is when Billy just married Angelina. So uh, there was there was a lot going on over there at the time. It was pretty wild. All right, I have a question. Has there been somebody that you've seen where you've actually gotten starstruck? Uh, yes, it, it, it's happened to me twice and, uh, completely un, unexpected. Uh, the first time was, and, and this ties into your other question, which normally guys, just so you know, I don't normally get the questions until right when we do the podcast mm -hmm. or when the guys ask me. So uh, so I'm only saying this cause I just saw the question that Ben was going to ask me and it was a connection to the who and, uh, yes, I do have the connection <laughs> and yes. my starstruck yes. thing was, uh, so a buddy of mine, uh, um, Keith Smith is his name from England, uh, was John Antwistle's bass tech for a long time. And uh, I worked with him, working with him on a record for Andy Taylor, who was a guitar player in Duran Duran. And, uh, you know, it was when I first moved to L.A., they were at the record plant working on a record, and Keith was just salt-of-the-earth guy, totally hit it off, great guy. And, uh, you know, he had some great Who stories, obviously, and... Um, and Andy at the time, Duran Duran was huge. This is in the mid eighties, you know, and he's big rock star, crazy stuff going on. Anyways, uh, cut to a few years later and Keith is working with David Gilmore and, uh, they had just put out a momentary lapse of reason and, uh, he was touring on that and they were playing at the sports arena. And Keith said, hey, man, I'm in town. And he was telling David Gilmore about me and, you know, my work with, you know, the Guns guys and a lot of the other artists that I had been working with at the time. And he's like, David really wants to meet you. You know, maybe we can do something at A&M or, you know, one of the studios in L.A. He's going to be there for a little bit. And he goes, so come down to the show, and after the show, you meet David, and you guys can hang out and talk. And I'm like, okay, great, you know. So I went to the show at the sports arena with my wife. Of course, they played all the stuff, you know, Comfortably Numb and all the Floyd classics, all the stuff from that that um, Momentary Lapse of Reason album. It was that tour. It was fucking awesome. And we go backstage and Keith's like, oh, oh, man, come on. You know, there's all these people back there. And he's like, come on, we'll go meet David. And we go through, like, these curtains into this sort of private sanctuary. There's nobody else back there. We walk into this room, and there's this one guy by himself, David Gilmore, who's one of my idols. Mm -hmm. Like, I got to work with Stevie Ray Vaughan. He's another one of my idols. And those two guitar players are just it for me, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, I walk in, 
Keith's like, David, here's my buddy Jim, Jim, David Gilmore. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> and I, I can't talk. I literally am like standing there staring at him like, uh. <laughs> and my, my wife's like, you have to excuse my husband. You know, you're the biggest thing in the world to him. You're a huge idol. He's like, oh, come on, come on, mate. You know, don't don't worry about it. It's just me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he was exhausted from the show. And he, he didn't really have a lot to say. We talked a little bit. And he goes, look, you know, Keith, if you really want to show him what we do, why don't you bring Jim up on stage and show him my rig and, you know, let him check it out. So we go now, we walk back out onto the stage. The crowd is leaving the sports arena. The house lights are on. The place is almost empty. The custodians are out there sweeping up. The security people are still trying to get the last few stragglers out. Keith brings me up on stage, fires up David Gilmore's rig, wow. and hands me his guitar. Whoa. Here, Jim. Why don't you play a few notes? Jim, <laughs> do whatever you want. And I'm standing on Pink Floyd, David Gilmore's stage with his guitar, playing in the sports arena, jamming to Pink Floyd songs. It was wow. f***ing amazing. Better than any orgasm. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was awesome. So, uh, so Keith Smith, I love you, buddy. And that's my connection to The Who. And that's one starstruck guy. And the other starstruck guy was uh, meeting Johnny Cash for the first yeah. time. Wow, that's got to be. Yeah. He's an interesting character. Yeah. We were working on a movie. I think it was called Fresh Horses at Paramount. And uh, uh, I, I, I really, I'm having a hard time remembering if that was a movie, but I'm pretty sure it was. And uh, he was there with his wife, and they were there to do, like, one song for the soundtrack. And uh, I was getting all set up for it, and they showed up, like, three hours early. There was nobody else there. It was just me setting up microphones. And there's this long hallway that you walk down to come into the control room. And it's weird. There's, like, no lights in the hallway. It's just a control room light and a light out on the other side of the hallway. So whenever you're in this hall, like, you can't see your hand in front of your face. It's it's weird. It's like everything is backlit and everything in front is, like, you can't see where you're going. And uh, I'm running around trying to get things ready, trying to go, trying to go, and I'm cutting through the hallway to set up his vocal mic in the vocal booth, which is off of this long hallway. And I'm coming down the hallway, and I see this ominous figure in, in the hallway, and I can't tell who or what it is. And we literally bump into each other, and he's like, Hi, I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shit. As if he needed yeah, to introduce yeah, himself. Yeah, exactly. Right? You know, I, and I, I again, I, I had no, I couldn't talk. I was just like, I, I, I uh, you know, uh, I finally got the words out. Hey, I'm Jim. I'm going to be the guy working with you on the on the song. But man, it was crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good stories. Good stories. Come on, awesome baby. Stories. Okay, gang. So next up, let's take a listen to this awesome interview by UFC champ. Michael Bisping, he's one of my favorites and an old bullshit kind of guy. So, enjoy. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. And there it was he is. wild. There he is. It was wild. Can you believe that? It was so crazy. Wow. I'm going to clap myself. I, yeah. I deserve a round of applause. <laughs> How about when you came into Fox today and we, we, we've got the video. Oh. You, you came into Fox, the Union Jacks everywhere. They had cake. Somebody baked uh, yeah. a cake. I've got to say, I just want to thank everybody that was involved in organizing that. It was, it was, I was so touched. I really was. It was amazing. Everybody here is awesome. But to walk in and, and, and experience that, I'm very rarely lost for words, but I was today. So thank you all. At what point did it sink in? Was it the next day? Was it the, the next week? At what point? I, I, I don't know if it still has, if, I, if I'm being brutally honest. You know, I mean... Really, nothing's changed. You know, I'm still at home with my wife and my three kids, uh, but there is a gold belt in the house. And now and again, <laughs> my wife says it. My wife says, oh, my God, I can't believe it. It's crazy. And I say, 
I don't think I can either. I kept saying to my coaches afterwards, I said, can you believe it? And they, were, they said, yes, yes, we can. I'm like, I don't think I can because, of course, going into a fight, you always use bravado. You have to. Yeah. And I was confident in the fight. Of course I was confident. But every fight, whether or not you've done a full training camp or two weeks, the hour before you go out there, the doubt starts to creep in, the demons. And that's, and that's where the fight is won or lost. So at that moment, you know, the, the doubts were starting to creep in a little bit. Uh, and then, obviously, the fight went perfect. I landed that left hook. As a fighter, you know when you've landed a good shot. You feel it on your chin. And I was like, oh, that was a good one. And you, and you landed it. And then at what point, what are you thinking? Right, right I hit that and I was like, oh. And then he fell down. I was like, oh, my God. This isn't going to be the end of it, though. So I kind of took my time and he, he got back up. I hit him with the same shot again. And I was like, oh, that was another good one. <laughs> and then he went down and I thought, he's, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. He's going he's to recover. He's going to suck me into some jiu-jitsu match. So I was, I was like, oh, nobody. And then bing, bing, bing. And then John McCarthy pulled me off. And I was like, wow, he was out. So, uh, yeah, incredible. Now, the fight was in L.A., so a lot of good-looking people there. Yes. Uh, let's uh, we, we have uh, some video of a stud it's sitting incredible. behind Tommy, yeah, Tommy Lee and Mary Lee. Lopez. Oh, hey, it's Larry! Hey, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. My word. That's also, amazing. When you entered the uh, the octagon, you you point people out. I was waving. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. I was looking for you guys. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was there, too. Where's Jay and Dan? Where's my guys? Yeah. Come on. And, and I was upset because, I, I mean, you knock them out and... As Dan mentioned to you off camera, I'm literally standing on my chair, like looking around, as if I've trained you. Like, yeah, he no, did no, no. it. As if you, yeah, he did it. As if you need to stand on a chair. Yeah, like, I you're know, not tall right? Enough already. I just, you know. my wife's like, get down, yeah, get yeah, down, sit down, sit down. Do that. But oh, it was such awesome. an incredible moment. Um, your family, you talked about, you joked us that your son predicted yes. that Luke would win before. So how did he react after he actually won? So Lucas, my youngest, is obsessed with Minecraft. You called him a little you know, shit. He is a little shit. He's, and he, <laughs> he, he, he gets even worse. Do you know what Minecraft is? It's like a kid's game. He's yeah. obsessed with Minecraft. And on the Sunday, because I stayed at the hotel, you know, he got a little out of hand with the boys. <laughs> on the Sunday, I walked in, and he's playing Minecraft. And I'm like, hey, Lucas, I won the fight. And he's like, I know. I said, no, 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 I won the fight. I'm the champion. He's like... I know. I'm a, so he couldn't care less. He literally couldn't care less, which in his own way is kind of awesome, actually. The little bastard. Lucas, I'm a goddamn champion. What the hell? Look at this. But He's yeah. not fall off trees, you little bastard. <laughs> now, you mentioned it got out of hand. Uh, you celebrated with uh, Dana and Lorenzo. Uh, you were drinking whiskey. Yes. In the octagon. Uh, how out how of hand did it get? It didn't get that out of hand. You can see Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Uh, photo Let's bombing there. I was like, Cindy, Cindy, pack it in. You know, she's always following me around these days yeah, and jumping in the is. background. She's oh. admiring you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did she get in the octagon? No, she, she, she's actually a massive fight fan. She's at really? many events. I, didn't know that. I remember years ago, I was at a, a fight and my coach was fighting my coach at the time and he got knocked out. Anyway, and afterwards, backstage in the corridors, there was, they were replaying the fights on a TV. And I was standing there and I was watching. This is 2005 or six, And I'm watching this little monitor and some lady stood in the way. Just a pair of legs is all. So I said, excuse me, can you just get out of the way, please? And then I looked up and it was Cindy Crawford. I was like, oh, uh, shit, I'm telling yeah. Cindy Crawford to get out of the right. way. This was back when <laughs> I wasn't a champion, of course. Now, there have been a lot of people thrown out there for your first title defense. Let's go through the list. You give yes. us a quick thought on each. We're going to start with the guy you beat for the title, uh, Luke Rockhold. Uh, thoughts on a possible rematch? Luke Rockhold just got knocked out cold in the first round. It wasn't even close. He's a great fighter, but he's, he's got to rebuild himself. We did fight before. I had to go away and beat three people until I got my rematch. Um, I think he needs to do something similar. It wasn't Dan, even close. How about Dan Henderson? Dan Henderson is a guy that actually does interest me. He obviously has a great knockout victory over me back in the day, um, and he's going to retire soon. So I want to get revenge for that loss before he retires. He was on testosterone replacement therapy in that fight. I didn't even know that existed. Dan, you're a cheat. Let's do it anytime you want. You want pussy. <laughs> and, and he was at the card at UFC yeah. 199. Yeah, he, he, he knocked out the poison dwarf Hector Lombard. <laughs> um, so, you know, if you want to come and try. Hey, buddy, lightning doesn't strike twice. So if you're interested, sign on the dotted line, you old piece I, of shit. I, I think a lot of people... <laughs> I love how you talk to, to Henderson the same way you talk to, to Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
true. <laughs> you got to deal with everybody the same way. Uh, Chris Weidman, interesting. Uh, we talked about it last time mm. you were here. Disrespected you going into this yes. fight and has a little bit since. Absolutely he has. And again, Chris Weidman is coming off a loss to Luke Rockhold. You don't get title shots coming off a loss. So he needs to go away, probably fight Luke Rockhold. And if he beats Luke Rockhold, then yeah, then for sure we can talk. But he needs to win a fight first. And I don't think that's crazy for me to say that. You know, you just lost. Win a fight, which I'm sure he can. He's a great fighter, but Mm -hmm. get back in the winning box first and then we'll talk. Uh, Jack Ray Souza. Jack Ray Souza probably is the number one contender. Did recently lose to Yoel Romero, though, so that's the only blemish there. But a worthy contender. You know, there is no shortage of viable fights for me. You know, I mean, come on. You know, I got this belt. Everybody wants it. There's no shortage. But he is definitely up there, of course. And I I can't believe we're saying this. GSP. Can you imagine? What? GSP? That would be incredible. George St. Pierre. I I actually had some people reach out to me and saying, you know, George St. Pierre is interested in fighting you. Wow. Really? Really? There is something that I didn't expect. Yeah, some people from his camp. I was like, really? Wow. Okay. Okay. This is a... So let's talk about this. What are your thoughts? Uh, You you hear that? What do you immediately think? Tell him to sign on the dotted line, just like Henderson. If he wants to come out of retirement, listen, George is a fantastic fighter. I've got a lot of respect for him. I've always said that uh, any young aspiring fighters should look at George St. Pierre as, you know, what they should model themselves on. He's the consummate professional. He really is. Great guy. Amazing fighter. But if he wants to step into the octagon... It's going to get knocked out just like Rockhold did. Sorry, buddy. I mean, but this could be, I mean, this would be huge. Because oh, he'd be coming massive. back, right? Mass. It, it, it would be the, the biggest fight that I could possibly think of. Yeah. Of course. So if you could pick, going through those last guys, if you yourself could just say, I want that guy. Who's Henderson, guy? Henderson first, because yeah. he's about to retire. Yeah. Um, GSP, wow. or probably next, because it'd be a massive payday. It'd be a super fight. <laughs> And then Jacare, and then Rockhold and Wyman and all those other those also runs in the rest of the division. You know they can they can. Uh, don't worry, I plan on keeping hold of this for a long time. So I'll get through you all. Don't worry. <laughs> Do you have a number in your head how many fights you think have left? Yeah, I don't know. Not really. Three or four. Three or four, and then yeah. I'll call it a day. Something like that. And you're uh, you're a movie star. You're playing hot. Yeah, in the new oh, yeah, yeah. This is so cool. Don't like to talk about it, but yeah, I'm a there, movie star. There you are. Look at you. <laughs> Look at that guy. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Vin Diesel's back. Could you? What about? Could Vin? Like Vin plays a tough guy in the movies. Is he actually a tough guy? Well, you know, he's a big, strong guy. He really yeah. is. And uh, believe it or not, he's trained quite a lot. He does jujitsu. He does boxing, things like that. So I've seen him on the pads and stuff like that. The, the guy. Uh, I mean, of course, he's an actor. You know, so you know, I'm a I'm a proper fighter, but 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 I guess the average guy on the street, Vin Diesel, would probably beat the living shit out of him. Oh, okay. How about Samuel no L. Offense. Jackson? No, Samuel L. Jackson. He makes a return. Did you meet him? I, you know, I very very fleetingly. I walked into a makeup truck and I was head down looking at my phone. You know, like typical. And I bumped into somebody. I went, oh, sorry. And I looked up and it was Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Come on, it's Samuel L. Jackson. The guy's a legend. I was like. Oh. Sorry, pardon me. And then, and, then, and then I was like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. But I was just for a second, a little bit like, whoa. Now, now that you're the champ, we've noticed that you've been, uh, you've been rather humble about it on social media. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I mean, who am I to brag? <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. You're watching Peaky Blinders here, the Netflix show. Yes. Uh, Bounce out on the top. And then, uh, and then you're, you're, you're downing a protein shake here. Just... <laughs> Just hanging around the house. Just, just doing my daily stuff. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, just keeping it low key. And then uh, you get to the Fox Sports Studios. Look at this. The cake. I think that is the greatest cake I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Just incredible, incredible. It's a shame we had to eat it, and I did have three slices. So You're I not... ain't making one eighty-five anytime soon. That's right. That's we, right. We got cake once. Um, <laughs> really? Did we deserve it? <laughs> did you um, get to eat it? Uh, yes, it was someone's birthday. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, something, uh, we're going to play a game. Yeah. All right. It leads to a game called, have you done blank with the belt? There Ooh, you are yeah. right there. <laughs> um, and uh, the question is, have you let your kids wear the belt? Especially Ooh. Lucas. This is a real It's, it's not a case of letting them wear it. They, they are welcome to wear it, okay. but okay. I don't think they've requested. What? I don't That's think they've crazy. requested. It is good. What the hell, Callum? Come on. <laughs> That's my son. Have you showered with the belt on? I have not showered with it. Yeah, I that's have, a strange kind. It would rust, wouldn't it? I have bathed in the pool with it on. I'm kidding. I haven't. But I will shower. I will shower. 
I've led in a jacuzzi. Um, have you gone to the bathroom with the belt? That seems very interesting. Took a giant dump. Yeah. <laughs> wearing with it. With the belt on. Why wouldn't you? Wiping your backside is quite the issue, wearing that strap of metal. Um, have you had sex with the belt on? Again, it would act as a chastity belt. That said, <laughs> I am rather well endowed, so I can get around it. But I'll try it out. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> Keep us posted. I'll let you know how it goes next time I'm here. We'll continue to update you when you come back. Uh, when Michael comes back, we'll make sure we'll tell you whether or not he had sex. Are we allowed to touch it? You may touch it. Uh, Only oh, once. It's too heavy. It's, heavy. it's pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy. Not too shabby. Do they give you cleaner? Do they get cleaner? Well, I believe that Luke Brockholz will be coming round on a monthly basis. Yeah, that's right. Spit shining it for me. <laughs> that's right. There we go. Boom. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. That was a great interview, and it's awesome having one of our colleagues be the UFC middleweight champion. He's hysterical. He's hilarious in that interview. I love how he was talking about his kids, how his kids didn't think he was going to win. Right, right. <laughs> but I mean, and he was, it was so against the odds. Like Rockhold said that he was going to run all over Bisping and, you know, Bisping, I mean, that was an unbelievable fight and I don't think anybody really expected him to win. So when he did, I mean, we were all, I mean, I it couldn't have happened to a better guy too. Totally. And I think when, when Weidman got injured and couldn't fight, it was, who's Rockhold going to fight? And Rockhold's going to be whoever it is. And then Bisping, 10 yeah. year, year vet. Yeah. Good for him. We're happy to have yeah. him on. Well, we hope you all enjoyed this best of podcast. Remember, rate us on iTunes, leave us a comment, let us know how many times you think Jade spanked it on the plane, let us know what kind of dumps you think Dan takes, <laughs> anything. Let us know. We always love hearing from you guys. Tweet us out, Instagram us out, Snapchat us, whatever you want to do. We love hearing from you. But be sure to rate us on iTunes because that's very important to us here at the podcast. So we'll be off next week. So be sure to go back and visit some old episodes. Like last week's episode with Wheeler Walker. He was amazing. And for a lot of you who made comments, it was our first uncensored podcast. Completely uncensored. A lot of people seem to like that. They did. I, I don't know how you could have censored that anyways. It would have been one big long bleep and I just yeah. don't have the time to edit that to be completely <laughs> honest with everybody. Oh man. It, <laughs> well, was, it, was, it was one of a kind. It was one of a kind. Yes. So uh, look, uh, Jay and Dan will be back in a couple of weeks and uh, we'll get it rolling up again. But uh, in the meantime please enjoy the best of and uh, don't hesitate to go back and listen to some old parties while we are away. Take care and have a good one. See you guys. Bye.